Cynic Empowerment. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I'm Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone. <sighs> I tell you what, Jimmy, out of all the topics that we've discussed, I think we've got a doozy for our listeners today. Yeah, I I really am having second thoughts about having this be our first story because we would like you to listen to the entire episode, but I'm not sure if you're going to be able to make it to the the hour mark if we start with this. But, you know, we're just going to go hard out of the gate. We're going to, to bring you the facts the best we can, as we always try to do at Cynic Empowerment. And so I think it's best that we just get right into it. <sighs> okay, so I come to you with heavy heart to tell you a story about a boy named Mason. Now, this child, this pure innocent being at the age of three wanted nothing more than a frog cake for his birthday. Now, this child, like, is that too much to ask for, Tim? A frog cake for your birthday at the age of three? Absolutely not. That's what I thought, Tim. That's what I fucking thought. So this... This child, Mason, had two loving and adoring parents and, and in, the, in Australia. And they, 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 they went and they ordered this frog cake for Mason. But what they got was a complete and utter travesty. <laughs> you can't see the image, but it is a disgrace. It's absolutely disgusting. His parents were mortified. <laughs> For for thirty five dollars at Woolworths, this is what they this is what they received. Can we like link a picture? Like this thing is. Yeah, I'll make sure to link a picture. But uh, Tim, how about you describe what this cake looks like? All right, so it it looks like sadness. Uh, <laughs> it it has uh, uh, this um, kind of monochromatic look. Uh, it's pute green, Exorcist pute green. Uh, has uh, on one side uh, a smiley face, I guess you could say, or basically uh, two lazily placed dots uh, of unequal measure with a crooked, twisted smile directly beneath that. And then off to the right-hand side, looks like to be somewhat centered on the other half of the cake, we have a lazily written number three, which could also be perceived as butt cheeks, depending <laughs> on the uh, angle that you look at it from. Uh, now, this is supposedly a frog-themed birthday cake, but I don't see I don't see any frogs. I, I guess it's green. Yeah, so it's green. I, I I think the smiley face is supposed to be a minimalist frog, and by minimalist, uh, it's a smiley face. Okay, or maybe it's like you, you're supposed to like fill in the blanks like your mind kind of just like completes the picture so on the left side we have a a frog's face is kind of like square shaped and then the other side we have the frog's butt yeah right that's basically i guess i guess that's one way to look at it i mean i can kind of see that now that you said it i don't know if that was the intention yeah i don't know they probably weren't going for the abstract there yeah probably just like Fuck it, this is my last day. I, I don't think they pay, you know, the the bake shop cake makers at like Kroger's and other supermarkets, in this case Woolworths, enough money to 
you know, be abstract artists with their cake art. Oh, starving artists. Well, Absolutely. I mean, I guess they are in the cake department. <laughs> starving is the one like... thing they are not. Yeah. <laughs> Poor, bankrupt, uh, in debt, yes. Starving, no. no. Absolutely not. They're just stuffing their faces with poorly designed cakes. But uh, so this story, I think, caught my eye just because of the language that's used in the article. Uh, the, the, the title of the article is Pathetic Frog Birthday Cake from Supermarket Leaves Parents Mortified. It was a disgrace. And so just reading this article and seeing how, I mean, the cake sucks. Yeah, for $35, I would be upset too. But mm-hmm. I think I'm also upset the fact that this is a news article. The fact that yeah. it must have been a real slow day in the newsroom, right? Right. Like, what do we got? What do we got? And it's like, no, everything's everything's fine in the world, you know? Like <laughs> there aren't like Indian children that are digging through dumpsters in order to find food. There there aren't people around the world that are going through these traumatic and, and genocidal actually, yeah, the Cambodian genocide. Uh, which, you know, we knew to be a genocide for a very long time, but we finally got two indictments. Uh, I think it was day before yesterday. Wow. 30 years later. Wow. Yeah. Like, and one of them died in the process. Wow. Dumb as fuck, but that's not being publicized here. Instead, (laughs) they're going over (laughs) how rough this cake was decorated. Oh God. Not even tongue in cheek. Like they are dead serious. Yeah. Like, they even got comments from the parents. Like, we thought we would have to try and bake something else. Oh, you know? yeah. For well, once in our fucking lives. We took our hard-earned capitalist money and tried to buy something, and it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. It sucks. Yeah. I was I was most disappointed with just the lack of effort. It seemed like they didn't even care. <laughs> Good God. They don't care. Even if they did a good job, they don't fucking care. They're just trying yeah. to keep their job. They don't care. No one cares. It's fine. They have to they have to decorate cakes day in and day out for shitty parents so like, that they can uh, they can entitle their shitty little kid from age three yeah. with a cake they won't even remember. Tim, right. please describe me in detail your your cake at the age of three. Oh, man, I can't remember that shit. I can't remember anything from when I was three. The kid probably wouldn't have given a shit. Oh, my God. And, like, it even gets better because you keep reading through the story, and there's, like, this Black Hawk Down moment later on where they're, like, because, like, apparently the the dad, he bought the cake, and he didn't look at it after he paid for it, and he got home, and he's like, oh, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to be so embarrassed by my fellow suburban white friends when they come and see the shitty cake. And so somehow they last ditch, like, found some other cake decorator that redecorated the cake they had already bought. I didn't even realize that was a service you could pay for. And and they're just like, oh, it looks great. Emergency cake decoration. Yeah. They come in in like a SWAT vehicle. They jump out like, hup, 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 hup. exactly. It was like, clear. Yeah. <laughs> like throwing exactly. flashbangs. So that way, like, and no one can like see the cake and see how shitty it is while everyone's just like blinded by the flashbang. They just fix it all real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Some emergency cakes fixing supplies. That's dumb. They should have left it exactly how it was and, uh, you know, just pulled out their, their, 
uh, taser of entitlement. And if anybody gave you a sideways look, you just give them a little, you know, like what you get for being a judgy ass. Yeah. Like I'm giving you free cake, you motherfucker. Like it still tastes exactly the same. Yeah. And I also, I don't think anyone would have, uh, yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never gotten free cake and been like, well, did you see the design on that cake? <laughs> yeah, we, or we, you could just play it off, be like, you know, my child who doesn't even know how to form full sentences yet, uh, just likes the color green a lot. Yeah. Like, specifically this color, and he also really likes smiley faces, so fuck off if you say anything about my kid's tastes. Yeah, exactly. It's so, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think that's oh, all man. there is to say about it. Well, on a similar note, uh, mm-hmm. we have a, a terrible situation of censorship. Censorship. In the United States. Live and well. Uh, alive and well. Globalist, right. globalist, controlling your mind thoughts. And you all thought it was only for the, uh, the communist regimes of the 1950s. I think not. We got a lot of censorship. It's right here. Uh, they don't want us to say come. Don't want to. They don't want us to say come, guys. The globalists mm-hmm. don't want us to say come. That's right. Uh, so let's see what exactly happens here. Uh, South Carolina. Yes, this is where this occurs. This is where this next uh, story occurred. They're they're celebrating a graduation, uh, and uh, they want the cake decorated very much in the same way as the poor Halfords. <laughs> yeah, they had a simple request. And right. the cake decorators weren't ready to make it happen. Yeah, it's literally the exact opposite story. Uh, like, these are <laughs> the know. extreme ends of the spectrum. Like, one wasn't decorated at all, and one was way too controlling with what kind of decorations they would allow on the cake. So uh, they spell out uh, summa cum laude, which is uh, it's an, an honorary uh, title uh, bestowed on you with your degree – uh, to show your academic excellence, but instead, because these dumbasses don't really differentiate between uh, cum. the word "cum" taken cum. in context and out of context, yeah, <laughs> don't de- know the difference between a "cum" and a "cum." Yeah, it's summa uh, uh, hyphen 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 laude. Like yeah. they, they, they they won't put it they won't put it on fucking. <laughs> they hyphen out the "cum." They, uh, there's no cum. There's, there's, no, there's absolutely no cum on this cake. Uh, what is what does this actually stand for? Um, uh, cum, Latin for cum. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's literally the exact same thing. With highest distinction. You know, I've got some highest distinction in my uh, <laughs> backup reserves. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I make my own. I make my own icing. I make my my own distinction. <laughs> Got some distinction for you right here of the highest sort. Yeah, put it put it right on your cake. <laughs> you don't want to come on your cake. It's too bad. It's too bad. <laughs> Every cake comes with cum at Jimmy's Cum Cake Emporium. We've got one kind of icing, and it's distinct. Yeah, it's distinct. <laughs> uh, yes, I will bestow upon your cake the highest distinction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God, gosh. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, so what should people be allowed to put on their cake? Anything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> if you're paying for it, right? Like if I pay yeah. 
for you to put cum on my cake, there better goddamn well be cum on my goddamn cake. That's all there is to it. That's right. It just end of story. We should get a a cake that just like in big block letters just C U M. Yeah, right in the middle. Exactly. And if you can't put cum on my cake, don't take my money. Don't make me a cake. Yeah, seriously. Oh man. Problem well, solved. I mean, but that brings up other issues, you know. Like, what if, what if somebody doesn't want to make you a cake based on who you are or what you're doing with it? You know, what if you wanna, what if you wanna take the cake and you wanna like, I don't know, like, have like a little fight with it, you know, and kind of like mush it in each other's faces, and they're like, I'm totally against cake fighting. I'm against. I'm a pacifist. Yeah. I am absolutely against it. I don't believe in the the highly aggressive uh, action of of cake fighting. Cake fighting. Yeah. It's like it's like dog fighting with cakes. Yeah. It's just set the two cakes down next to each other. Get him! Come on! Come on! Come on! Frog cake! No! 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 Summa cum laude cake! And they just sit there and don't do anything. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Damn it! This is the boringest fucking pit fight ever. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Uh, but at least you can always eat them at the end of the day. That's pretty That's nice. That's true. Uh, I don't think you can do that with the dogs unless you're like a, yeah. in like some kind of weird Chinese town. Um, yeah. The Yulin Dog Festival. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yulin Dog Festival. The Yulin Dog Cake. Yeah, check out one of our earlier episodes for that one. That's an oldie but goodie. Mm. Oldie but goodie. Uh, so what's the silver lining? Uh, I guess they're kind of two different problems, but when it comes to uh, expectation of what a cake should be, what it ultimately turns out to be, what's 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 the silver lining here? Just a bunch of failed expectations, man. Silver lining. Oh God. Um, as someone that used to work at a grocery store and deal with pretentious white assholes that uh, had way too high expectations for their their food. Yeah. The silver lining is that for the people that experience these atrocities of poorly designed frog cakes and uh, cakes that didn't have cum on them, uh, if this is like the worst thing that ever happens to them, their lives are pretty fucking good. So the silver lining pretty is good. You, you <laughs> it's still so have fucking cake. bad, mate. You still fucking have cake. Like, whatever. <laughs> it tastes the same. Yep. It still tastes like delicious, delicious cake. Same stuff on the inside. Just sugar and fat-laden dessert. They have a story to tell. Mm. It's like, that. remember that one time we ordered the cum cake and it didn't have cum on it? Oh, good times. Yeah, it's perfect. And, and also, <laughs> edging. Like, the edging on these cakes is pretty fantastic. Those flowers, they look nice. They're excellent. Like the just if something to be taken away here, like don't custom order a cake, and two, like don't put words on it. Just put the flowers and shit. That's what they like to do. You know, these cake people are artists, and they can't be bothered with your frivolous wording. It's so true. Jeez. Um, Well, speaking of entitled folks, uh, you want to you want to talk about this? you want to talk about this little town? Oh my right outside of Atlanta. God, do I want to talk about this fucking town? Holy oh, shit. These are some great folks. Oh or, my. or do you wanna you wanna lead into the grocery stores instead? I mean, like this is kind of similar. Um nope. I'm already I'm already got the town up. I'm gonna talk about the town. Alright, let's talk about the town then. Okay. 
So this fucking town, so there's this town outside of Atlanta called Stockbridge, because Atlanta is a big cancerous blob like most major cities, so it has like the actual town town where all like the resources are being drained from, and then all the money's like going to the neighboring fucking suburbs, as is every goddamn town. And so there's this town of Stockbridge, and it's got, you know, a, a black mayor and an all-black city council, but what happens to also be in the town of Stockbridge is this fancy-ass, nice-ass fucking country club called Eagle's Landing. And so, uh, so it's a majority black town with, like, this very affluent population that also lives within the city limits. So, obviously, the, uh, the tax revenue and the money generated from this fucking <laughs> country club and all the giant, expensive-ass fucking houses of people that go and hang out at this shitty-ass golfing country club... You know, mm -hmm. it benefits the entire populace of the town. Yep. Right? Of course, because they're spending way too much money on something that's, you know, like they, they don't have to put that much money into to begin with. So it creates a lot of wealth, as they say. <laughs> so it's great. It's, so it's great. Um, it's great. Yeah. It's great for mm -hmm. everybody. It's, it's great for everybody. Uh, well, unless that money is no longer coming in for some strange reason, like they want us to secede yes. from from the town. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So these entitled suburbanites, uh, they don't want to be a part of the surrounding area anymore. Uh, and they claim it's because of a desire to have a very particular type of uh, delicacy, that being uh, Cheesecake Factory delights. Yeah. So these, these mm -hmm. fucking assholes, these white assholes, yeah. claim – they want to break apart from the town of Stockbridge and make their own fucking town for a cheesecake factory. Yep. Like the lowest common denominator of, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's like a bump up above like an Applebee's, but, but like still. Yeah. It's not worth like destroying your town. Uh, there's gotta be, I don't know, Jimmy, like there must be some kind of ulterior motive. Right. It's. It doesn't really make any sense. It, it's Why? like it, that's a really lame excuse of a reason to want to like, separate from a town. Like there's like some other reason. What possibly could that reason be? Well, uh, the I think the surrounding area is uh, one of the top ten places to live for African Americans. So uh, something about that intimidates these these fucking entitled rich folks, these white peoples. So. These racist bastards wanna wanna create some kind of a segregated area. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Keep all the rich ass, but each of them rich ass selves have their own rich ass school district and keep living their rich ass lives without having to. Yeah. Benefit the benefit the greater community. Yeah, I mean, they they give reasoning as to how this cheesecake factory dream can come about. I mean, if they oh, yeah. if they basically take the the median salary. Uh, for their area after secession, they claim that it is high enough to be able to attract this business to the area, despite the fact that Cheesecake Factory has said nothing uh, to have anything to do with that. Yeah. Um, although it, I mean, it technically does make sense. I mean, Cheesecake Factory ain't exactly cheap. Uh, I mean, okay. But big deal. Like they, I, I completely hear your argument, but like, yeah. let's say, so like they, they're claiming the medium wage would have to be for would have to be above fifty five thousand dollars in order for cheesecake factory to come right 
Yeah, but Cheesecake Factory didn't say that. Like they haven't, they haven't, like they haven't been in cahoots with them. I don't know where they're getting that information. <laughs> they're just, it's like they're hoping oh. and praying that it's just going to attract the Cheesecake Factory. Well, it said it was deemed too low by the restaurant's executives. If you. Oh, what's what's it? It says Where, that the it? medium income of fifty five thousand dollars was deemed too low by the restaurant's executives, and that's why the Cheesecake Factory wouldn't come. Oh, well then. But, just cut but off. then it also says Cheesecake Factory <laughs> is neither confirmed nor denied taking medium income into account. So yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know where the fuck they get this random number from. I, I'm not exactly sure. What the uh, fuck? They they're just trying to find excuses, man. Like it it doesn't really matter. <sighs> what the fuck? Cheesecake Factory is like, don't bring us into your shitty fucking domestic dispute over your desire to succeed from your community. We want no part in this. Yeah, seriously. And, and good on Cheesecake Factory for not soiling their, their sterling name. <laughs> and like from a totally like logical fucking standpoint as well, it's like, okay, let's let's say in this hypothetical like hell world that yes, based on like their fucking algebraic methods of deciding on a region, that that region would have to have a median income of fifty five of over fifty five thousand, right? Yeah. If this fucking community succeeds from Stockbridge to make their own community, the geographic like wage of like the general area does not change. Like, give what I'm saying. Like, like the the general like wealth of the area does not change. Yes, this one area over here will have a higher median income, and this area over here of a lower median income. But the overall like effect like effectiveness of the restaurant of like how well the general region's economics look will not change. So it's just also a really stupid re- reason if you think about it from that way too. Yeah, it's it's pretty dumb. Some flawed reasoning at least. <laughs> but it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it doesn't even like Cheesecake Factory isn't even the only place that they're looking for. They want like a, a PF Chang's oh, or Chang's or I don't. Why? Why would you even want a PF Chang's? It's not even that great. Oh like, God, it's fucking dumb. What is Houston's? I'm sure you've been to a Houston's. Uh, I've never been to a fucking Houston's. I've been to Houston. I was raised in Houston. I have a feeling that Houston's wasn't founded in Houston. I don't know why. I just have a fucking hunch. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, yeah. Apparently, uh, Vicky Consiglio, chair of the committee for the city of Eagles Landing, uh, told the City Lab, I keep seeing all of these places like Bojangles, Waffle House, dollar stores, all going up in our county. And I was like, why can't we get a Cheesecake Factory or a P.F. <laughs> Chang's or a Houston's? <laughs> I have to drive 25 minutes to the closest cheesecake factory so I can enjoy a nice meal with my family. Yeah, just go to the Bojangles. Don't worry about it. Jesus Christ. God, this is dumb. Uh, So this is obviously part of a bigger issue uh, that people are, are trying to cover up their inherent racism with, with cheesecake factory just bullshit yeah so how do you get people how do you how do you get people how do you force people to be honest how do you force people and just like what? just show their disgusting <laughs> bias in public so what, what what you have to do is you have to get like uh like a kiddie pool fill it with piranhas 
And then you have to get like one of those platform things where you like they they're like they're, it's basically just like uh, chains on either side and a flat platform for them to stand on, and you just gotta like slowly lower them into the piranha pool until they admit the real reasons behind doing it, and you just gotta slowly do that with each and every member of the community that wanted to secede until they admit the reason why and have them have a long hard. It sounds kind of like a witch hunt there, Jimmy. <laughs> No, it's not a witch hunt because witch hunts you take you would have to take them and then tie rocks to them and throw them in a fucking lake. Uh. And I'm sure there's a nice ass fucking lake at the Eagle Landing Country Club that would be <laughs> perfect for throwing these assholes in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So either way, it sounds like that would work out. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like I feel like this is what happens when neoliberalism goes too far. It's just like. When your entire when your entire expression of self from your your country or community or your society is from like the ways in which you spend money and that's just like where your identity comes from and like all come it coagulates into this weird like ooh, icky gooey mess where it's like the poor working class you know have these like identifiers like Waffle House Dollar General bojangles whatever and then like these fucking i don't know upper middle class upper class fucking fascists get to eat at their fucking cheesecake factories and their pf changs like don't even like understand the societal like i don't know ramifications of their i don't know it's just like this really undersided way of using the economy to facilitate your racism. And I think that's like a lot of the reasons why you see like, uh, like the gentrification of cities as like, you have these liberal elites that would like claim, like, you know, if they wrote down their ideal ideologies, like, yeah, we love black people and whatever. We, we, we believe in multicultural societies, but like the way they, they facilitate their lives in cities makes it completely uninhabitable for working class blacks and other minorities and it's just like forces them into the shittiest most police most violent parts of the city so i don't fucking know we love them so much that we have this very special area that we're going to put all of our favorite citizens exactly (laughs) and and it's just kind of like the theme of like all cities right Uh, i don't fucking know yeah pretty much um geez uh what i mean what type of implications would like in a political sense uh, what type of implications would this secession actually have? Like, would would they have a a, a different uh, a different voting region or yeah. something of that degree? Yeah, so they would have like their own fucking mayor, their own city council, all their other shit. I'm assuming the tax revenue that was was getting given to yeah. Stockbridge would be completely siphoned off into their own area. Yeah. The median income of Stockbridge would go even more down because the median income is being brought up by these rich assholes. Yeah. And uh, it, it, I don't know. I'm assuming it would also affect the funding of school districts and all that shit. Oh, yeah, probably. And um, so any public schools in that area would probably decay and fucking rot. Yeah. Mm. Not that any of these rich assholes are sending their kids to the fucking public school. I'm sure there's plenty of private schools that are getting they're busing their kids to to get their fucking I don't know special education to be taught to be taught how to order correctly from a fucking cheesecake factory menu. Uh, <laughs> God, the cheesecake is pretty great though. 
it, it is, but you don't have to go to Cheesecake Factory to get it, right? Like, that's not even, like, their, their whole thing, right? It's more of, like, an, an obnoxiously large menu to order off of. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's pretty damn big. Um, they, they've got a lot of shit. Uh, a lot of words I can't pronounce on the menu. Maybe that's, uh, maybe that's part of it. That's how you know that you weren't raised by the Eagles in any country club community. They would have taught you how to pronounce all those words. <laughs> they would have raised you right, Tim. And you'd also be able to wear really nice short plaid shorts as you loafered around the, the golf course. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Hey, I just uh, I actually just found out that uh, Eagles Landing is near Hawkins Middle School, which is where Stranger Things was filmed. That's stupid because <laughs> Stranger Things is set in Indiana. So now I'm mad. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It uh, doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, Georgia does have a lot of tax credits right now. There's a lot of filmings going out there. Mm-hmm. Unlike Indiana, which is a fucking shithole. So I don't know. I'm even mad. I'm not even mad they fucking. Well, what's the silver lining here, Tim? What's the silver lining? Uh, of white Of white flight? Or in this particular instance, them not getting their their cheesecake factory. <laughs> I mean, this, I, or or uh, or segregation. Like, what's the silver lining of all these things? <laughs> it's a it's a combo meal. It's a combo meal. You can answer as many or as few as you like. Oh, good God! We have uh, no laws here. What's the what's the silver lining? I I feel like there would be a lot of silver linings if we could add stipulations with this, but I don't really see anything good about people wanting to separate themselves from others just because they look different. Don't fucking virtues signal, Tim. Tell me a goddamn silver lining. Okay. Oh god. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> This is this is we do this for you, the listeners. We do this for you. We we put ourselves in these complicated moral situations. <laughs> we don't even we don't even like it. Uh, not even a little bit. I mean, some sometimes you know it's it's fun to come up with a silver lining. You get to exercise your brain a little bit, and other times it's just a fucking struggle, like trying to figure out the silver lining of genocide and stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's not easy. It takes a toll on us, but we're willing to do it for you. That's because right. Because we love you. We love you, the listener. And if you have any silver linings that you think... You think... You what think? the fuck is that? Like, you can't even say think right. You think we should have come up with on ourselves. Send us an email or message us. So let us know what's the most obvious silver lining we should have come up with. Mm. Well, no obvious ones for this one. Takes a little bit of thought. Let's see. I mean, I guess... The silver lining is – well, the way in which we're we're approaching the story uh, and the way in which uh, these news sources are presenting it to us shows that there is certainly a, a discussion about one white flight and uh, how we're shaming it or how it's being shamed in the public eye. Like everybody knows that they don't actually want a cheesecake factory. They actually just want to segregate themselves from the blacks living in the – in the surrounding area. So yeah. it, the silver lining is, you know, we're taking note of that. We know that they're being shitty racists and not that they're just able to cover that up like they would have been, uh, you know, however many decades ago. That's true. Yeah. So no, that's great. I like that. Yeah. There you go. For me, the only silver lining I can come up with is that they didn't get a goddamn cheesecake factory. Yeah. And I hope they never fucking do. <laughs> oh, they fucking rot. Yeah, or a PF Chains. Or a yeah, PF Chains. 
Yeah, nothing. I hope no fucking chain restaurants ever come. Unless the black community wants it to. Then they can have as many as they want. But whatever these white assholes want, I hope they get none of it. Yeah, at the, or at the very least, you know, like have like a communal effort, you know, like everybody and, you know, engages in the democratic process and yeah. deciding what they want together. Yay! Yeah, for sure. That too. That'd be good. Friendship and camaraderie and ugh, good God. Hell yeah. That's, that's disgusting. Okay. Disgustingly delicious no it's just disgusting so what's our what's our next story on the docket so our next story so this is some fucking we are doing some street journalism not really we, we can't go here this place is in new zealand but some <laughs> some dude in new zealand did some fucking hard-hitting street journalism he undercovers a conspiracy, conspiracy. a conspiracy so in this parking lot in uh new zealand Okay, so there's this uh, supermarket chain called Countdowns, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess it's the equivalent of a Kroger's or any other giant supermarket superstore or the Woolworths that we referenced earlier that made the pathetic frog cake. Yep. And so <laughs> in this parking lot, there is not one but two Countdowns basically catty-cornered next to each other. Yeah, you could uh, stand at one and throw a rock at the other and... Yeah. and uh... You'd probably be able to hit it. It's pretty damn close. So it would be like the equivalent if you had like two Walmarts in the same fucking parking lot just sitting there mocking you. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's part of some kind of conspiracy. Like, you know, they were on to them. And they yeah. presented their case very well. And it's obviously some kind of Illuminati setup. Exactly. Some kind of uh, the power of the nine. You know, some some something secret is going on here. And it's big. Yeah. Exactly. This guy, this guy, whose name happens to be Guy, Guy Williams to be exact, goes to the premises, tries to conduct some interviews, and the property managers make him leave. So obviously they're hiding something. Yeah, they wouldn't even talk to him. It's pretty ridiculous. It's like they're stopping the discourse right there because they know they have something to hide. Uh, Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I feel like this is also a story of neoliberalism, much like the previous story was, Mm -hmm. and the fact that uh so like these uh like supermarket chains like you know how kroger owns like a bunch of other supermarkets as well yeah. but there's just all under different names like i believe um food for less is their title in california and they i think they might have some other names as well they probably do you have kroger's in a dc area uh no we don't uh but i've been to several uh do you have any giant supermarkets out there yeah we do have giants mm-hmm what well, what's what's like the most notable like giant supermarket that'd be the equivalent of a Kroger? We have giants. You have giants? Yep, we got giants. <laughs> but what what's like your giant? <laughs> what, what's your what's your big old what's your big old grocery store out there? Giant. Is, wait, wait, is it called Giant? Giant. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the grocery store is called Giant? <laughs> I'm so confused, Wait, though. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, the grocery store called is called Giant? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I thought you were just saying we have giant grocery stores. Oh, like, yeah, we got giants giant. out here. Like, yeah, we have giants. We, we... <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> 
Holy shit, that was fucking confusing. Okay, oh my god. Okay, this makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> okay. I need to collect myself. Oh, yeah. Man. Wow. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. So you have a grocery store. That's a giant grocery store yep. that happens to also be called Giants. Yes. Okay, now that clears it all up. That's the so, one. Giant Shoppers is another, but I think that... Okay, so I, I, haven't, I haven't looked it up, but I would make like a bet that one of those two is probably also owned by Kroger, right? So like, but basically like they're a giant conglomerate that owns like, mo- like a large portion of the market share. And so I'm assuming that these countdowns is a very similar situation mm-hmm. where they have such a huge portion of the market share that there's like no longer any competition. Mm-hmm. So they have the ability to open up two stores right next to each other, just like shove their big money dick face in our faces. Yeah. And be like, this is what we can do because we're so powerful. It's like when you see like multiple Starbucks at like a corner, like at one corner there's a Starbucks. There's a Starbucks on another corner, because, just because they can. Oh man, yeah, it's well, like that. Sometimes you can't walk a block back in order to get to the the Starbucks. You just gotta have another double shot of espresso macchiato cum laude, you know? Cum laude. Yeah. <laughs> Put an extra shot of cum laude in there. I'm having a rough day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, Fuck. so was it was it Costco that was on? Uh, Idiocracy, like the the gigantic store. Oh, I haven't watched in a while. I don't know. Uh, was it Costco? I, I don't know. It was it was like fantastically large, but I think that's basically where we're headed here. Like you're gonna have like these yeah. entire cities that are encompassed under the umbrella of a single supermarket or a, a, a single like one stop shop kind of store. You've got yeah. all these different restaurants and things inside of it. I, hell, I remember the first time uh, I waltzed into a, a Super Walmart and there was a McDonald's inside of the Super Walmart. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. There was businesses inside of businesses. Inside of businesses. Yeah. Inside of businesses. I heard you like business, business, so I put a business in your business. I guess it was it was just more shocking to see like a, a standalone company like McDonald's that is obviously very successful find its way into a place like Walmart. It's just like yeah. it's kind of weird. It's a match made in heaven, really. It it's perfect, and you can get like a Coca Cola at that yeah. at that McDonald's, which is another giant monster. Um, and, and then there's like a little like little fat kid, you know, in the middle of of Kentucky, you know, just sipping on it. It's like just comes full circle. Like just that image is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not because the kid's fat, but because what. No, that's part of it. You know, oh. little overweight kids. Because there are definitely kids around the world that are way too skinny. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's kind of the like the symbol like like a like a kid, a fat kid in a McDonald's, in a Walmart, in rural America is kind of like the symbol of American gluttony, right? Pretty You've, much. Like completely like raped and pillaged the entire planet ecologically, uh, and otherwise. And now we just have such an abundance of resources. We're just and it's killing. Not for, it's not for something good. Like nobody had the foresight to take all these resources and be like, all right, well, we have to make sacrifice now so that in the future we can have like this super awesome pipeline to Mars so that we can build a colony out there because our resources are going to dwindle to the point that it's going to be beneficial for us to do so or something silly like that. Instead, it's just like, uh, you know, it was the capitalist markets pushed 
you know, all of the wealth into these very specific regions around the world. And right. that's where you go in order to get your Coca-Cola or <laughs> right. or in order to see your McDonald's inside of your other stores. And But if you think about the imperialism of the United States and colonize, like air quotes yeah. colonizing, like areas like the Philippines, you know, like going to war with these different areas and subjugating mm-hmm. the people to be our friends, overthrowing their leaders to make sure they will have pro-American business practices. It seems like there is like some level of a nationalistic concerted effort to make sure everyone's going to play nice with us in order to benefit our market share and pretty much then you just throw capitalism on top of that to have it be a two-headed beast yeah uh like our our um, financial sanctions with uh with russia and, and china and i mean basically everyone that trump wants to point his short little sausage fingers at uh yeah. It's it's a result of that. It's it's how you do it how you do more effective modern warfare. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily cost lives. You're not necessarily responsible directly for the deaths of individuals that are being affected by it. Um, but it's still hard hitting and still benefits you. So, right. The like the embargoes on Yemen that the United States supports, where up to ten million civilians will die due to lack of medicine and food. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. It's it's like oh I'm not touching you I'm not touching you yeah. you're literally pulling the plug to my life support but I'm not touching you yeah. uh, pretty cool so how do you fix things like that Jimmy <laughs> how do you fix things like that well first we gotta get rid of countdowns that's what I was trying okay, to get okay good at. or at least limit them to I, one in a particular um location. how do you fix things like that uh, I think awareness is important. Yeah. So all the listeners that haven't turned off the podcast by yeah. now and listened to us rant about the horrors of capitalism and neoliberalism, you know, we haven't done that in a while. So you're welcome. Yep. We hold that for you. Yeah, we do it for mm-hmm. you. Uh, yes. Uh, how do you stop it? Uh, I don't know. You invest in companies that aren't fucking evil and horrible and you try not to buy delicious McMuffins from McDonald's and they're not that delicious. Don't be confused. <laughs> they're, they're a little delicious. Yeah. Well, it's cause they spray the taste good all over them. Exactly. They got, they have taste good spray, you know, and mm-hmm. just with these small actions, hopefully there'll be some. He <laughs> <laughs> sounds so sad. Hopefully <laughs> eventually some. I mean, when you talk about, like, this fucking huge, like, marriage of, like, this corporate state, like, using its impunitive powers to do literally whatever the fuck it wants, like, how is not buying a $1 McMuffin going to stop that? You know what I mean? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well said, Jimmy. Man, I'm going to get that tattooed on my thigh. That sounded great. (laughs) It it just seems like the most. It seems like literally the least you can do, right? Like Pretty as much. far as things. Yeah, like just. Uh, it's like literally boycotting McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not like, going to change. There's still going to be uh, bajillions of people out there who are going to see that as being the most rational choice, the most bang for their buck, right. the way that they can get calories in their face, and they're going to take it, and they're going to take it repeatedly, and regardless of whether or not. You know, one little one little snowflake, you know, doesn't want to be a part of that. There's still going to be an avalanche and it's still going to happen. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Beats the fuck out of me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it can be stopped. So maybe we should all just go be hermits in the woods. 
Nah, dude, they're fucking. He'll make that illegal too. Yeah, well, I think that's already illegal to a certain degree, you know, like zoning laws and shit like that. Um, yeah. And not to mention, like, if everybody did this all at once, everybody went out in the woods. Maybe there wouldn't be any woods left. So you also got to watch out for that. Yeah. Oh man, resources and stuff. Uh, you know, maybe we should just uh, we should design a cake about it. You know, design. make people aware. Of what's going on in the world today by putting that the exact <laughs> statement that you said earlier on that cake and hope that it wasn't censored in any capacity. Yeah, yeah man. Impunity. Impunity. That was that was my favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of political podcasts, so I think I'm gonna try to work some of these big words into my vocabulary. It's working out pretty well. Uh, I gotta say, you, you you sound you sound like one of them well educated people, Jimmy. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I'm either going to be like flustered over my words, just saying it incorrectly over and over again, or maybe every once in a while I actually get out a coherent sentence that means something. <laughs> well, you, you nailed it. Uh, that is something Thank not you. to be sad about. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, that's that's the silver lining for the day. Uh, but, of course, the name of the game is... is cynical empowerment so what what else are you sad about jimmy what else am i sad about so i feel like i had one thing and i forgot it now i think i have another thing okay i'll just go with the most recent thing because i can't think of the more important other thing is that uh so i'm just gonna keep talking about gaslands last night (laughs) i played gaslands but this time instead of drinking alcohol i drank probably like a pot of coffee worth of coffee so i could stay up jeez and uh my belly hurts this morning i had a <laughs> belly ache because i tore a hole in my tummy from drinking all that coffee you tore, you tore a hole in it i mean not literally but it felt like it right oh. like my my tummy was not happy with me i was like you son of a bitch that sound yeah that sounded terrible. why would you do that oh god yeah what but how late was it oh we were up to like three in the morning oh jeez. well it's a lot better way to stay up than, uh, you know, drinking a shit ton of beers, like falling asleep yeah, halfway sure. through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was so tired. Oh, God. Yeah. Well. But I did it. Well, I am sad about my cat. So uh, we we wanted to go on vacation, right? Uh, yeah. Go see our family for the holidays. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we talked to all of our friends around the area. Most of them are also going out of town, you know, no duh. Boo. Uh, so we couldn't get anybody to watch the cat. Uh, and for a little bit there, you know, we, we were pretty bummed out about the fact. But uh, ultimately, we decided that we were just going to take the cat with us, which is kind of weird, right? Yeah, people don't usually do that. Yeah, but we're going to give it a shot. You know, we're going to freak our cat out for a little bit, move it around place to place. <laughs> Coop it up in a. I mean, it's a house cat, so it's used to yeah. being in a relatively small place, anyways. Do you have so, a cat leash? We do have a cat leash, actually. We're nice. the, we're the weird people that walk our cat. Oh, does your cat actually like it? Does it like being walked? Uh, not really. I mean, the, the cat. Our cat is not especially spry, uh, so it's not like it just takes off running when it does. Uh, it it kind of like creeps along and like kind of bends funny it's almost like you put like a, a weight on its back like as yeah. soon as you put the leash on it kind of like it makes it really slow and sluggish and it like walks with this weird little arch and it's yeah back, like something's touching it yes yeah, so it's like i don't like this yeah pretty much it feels funny 
But after a while, it just kind of hangs out outside. Uh, it'll like walk to the middle of uh, like our, our front yard and it'll just like sit down and like watch stuff. So it's kind of weird. Doesn't even like to walk that much. <laughs> Apparently in some countries, I can't remember which one, I was listening to some podcast where some foreigner was talking about like, oh, for where I come from, everybody walks their cats. And if you put the leash on very young, they can get very used to it to not be weird and freaked out like American cats. I was like, okay, cool, whatever, nerd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I guess, I don't know, if you ever get a baby cat, I guess try that. <laughs> leash on it earlier, see if it doesn't act weird. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that's really something to be sad about. Uh, it, it could be. I guess we're gonna find out. <laughs> yeah, I guess Fair. I was sad that I couldn't just take the easy way out and have somebody scoop my cat's poo uh, yeah. while I was away on holidays. But that's okay. You could always pay for some kitty daycare bullshit. It'd be like, all right, that'll be five hundred dollars to watch your cat for three days. Like, what? Yeah, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Come on, you don't want to spend five hundred. Come on, I'm sure the people of Eagles Landing would feel bad for you and your trials and tribulations. It seems like that's the kind of thing they get sad about. Yeah. They would give you some money. Oh, you don't have enough money to watch your cat. That's too bad. <laughs> Why don't you just secede from it? Uh, <laughs> Why don't you just secede from your cat? You don't like your cat, you know. Uh, <laughs> yep. Great. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember why I was sad. I was sad because the power was out. Oh, yeah. For like three days because we had an ice storm. I was trying to, so obvious, I couldn't remember. And so I had to evacuate my home, aka I just stayed at my girlfriend's place for like three days because, I mean, in American society, if your house doesn't have electricity, it's completely worthless. It's just like a big giant shell that you keep your shit in. Mm-hmm. So you have to escape it. You have to go somewhere else yeah. where there is electricity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't be disconnected from the world for a split second. Exactly. At the same time, though, in my boohoo-ness, it's like now that it gets dark so early, like I would have essentially been like waking up with light and then coming home to like complete and utter darkness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that that's a uh, that's pretty bummy for for those of you out there that experience seasonal affect disorder. Uh, that could uh, definitely exacerbate the problem. <laughs> True. Constantly being in darkness. Uh, do you have like candles or anything like that? I mean, yeah, we do. But why would I do that when I can just go and experience electricity? Yeah, electricity is pretty great. It's like, what am I just going to live like some fucking pioneer from the 1600s? Just come home after a long day of working and sit by a fucking candle? Yep. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, have like a little hearth, you know? You got, you got a fireplace, something like that. The- I mean, I guess I would have to do what they did in the 1600s to be entertained, which is get hammered. So just like <laughs> me, just like hammered, be like, all right, little candle, you're my only friend in the world. Here's another shot to you, candle. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's that's some friendship you can't buy. Pretty great. Just a, just a man freezing to death in his home with no electricity, fully clothed in the living room. <laughs> Drinking straight from the bottle, don't mind me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you always listen to me, Candle. <laughs> you always do. Really? I can tell like you. Others, other people. What? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just just slurring my words. Nice. All right. Well, um, I guess this is the part where we tell you that you need to contact us. You must. Well, actually, we had one message saying on our SoundCloud, because you can technically message on the SoundCloud. I never told anybody to do it because I didn't think anyone would. Our friend, let's see here. 
they're our friend because they listen and our our listeners are friends and our friends are listeners so they they said a lot of different things their name is tiberius james on the soundclouds and oh they had one really good message they had one really good message oh where is it where is it where is it okay so when we were talking about duterte and uh talking about like taking him out because he's a shitty awful uh, dictator yep. this was his response the U.S. doesn't actually care about human rights or removing dictators. The U.S. supports 73% of the world's dictators. None of the intervention in the Middle East is about removing dictators. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I would agree wholeheartedly. So sure. thanks, Tiberius, for reaching out and messaging on, on our shit. It's pretty cool. And he even threw out some statistics, which yes. I cannot uh, approve of or deny. So let's assume that that's the case. Yeah, 73%. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a very specific number. I'm going to say it's probably right. I don't know how you, like, I don't know how you'd have a percentage of a dictator, right? Where it'd be like, well, this, you know, I feel like the numbers don't probably exactly match up, right? Yeah. Uh, but As in, like, 100% of dictators, like, we know all of them. We have a list. Yeah. You know, yeah. the CIA takes it in every so often. Exactly. And, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> but cool. Yeah, you're right. The United States, as we said earlier... You know, they're doing things for their own selfish self-interest, and they just got to beat the war drums to try to get the rest of the U.S. population in line and behind their shady shit. Yeah. But, uh, and they, and of course, the you say the U.S., but it's like they're, they're independent actors. Like, these people are making choices based on their own self-interests, and yeah, it's not necessarily you sense. or I. We're not engaged in some kind of democratic republic in which we're you know, actually affecting the decisions of these wealthy and powerful bureaucrats. They're, they're, exactly. they're doing that on their own. Like it's, it's totally different. Um, you know, like don't, don't believe in the lie. Mm. Mm. And I don't think, I don't think, what is his name? Tyri- Tiberius James. Tiberius James. Uh, thank you, Tiberius James. Thank you for contacting us. We very much appreciate your comment. Absolutely. But for all you other people that haven't, uh, message us yet you can reach us by you know commenting on the uh, soundclouds if you have an account through soundcloud you can do that you can send us an email at cynic empowerment at gmail.com you can do the facebooks uh cynic empowerment and uh, like us and message us there and we have a twitter that we don't know how to use that you can tweet at us <laughs> at cynic empower me one okay i'm gonna do it do it nice all right i don't know how it works but do it <laughs> Well, thank you so much uh, for listening, everybody. Keep your head up, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, everybody. Make sure to take a big old dump at the next Cheesecake Factory's parking lot you see. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just poop. Just poop right on that. Okay. Come on the cake. Uh, or, yeah, or just, like, plant some landmines in the Eagles Landing golf course. Yeah, for... <laughs> I think nothing would be more hilarious than a golf cart hitting a landmine. Don't, don't actually do it, but just think about it. It's a really funny idea. Yeah. <laughs> They're just uh, shooting the shit, talking about their their stock increases. and Exactly. Ooh, dividends. <laughs> oh, <pew. laughs> so good. All right. Don't do it, though. Seriously, yeah, yeah, don't, don't do, do that. Just, don't do that. Yeah, don't do it. Let's think about it. Yeah.